Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the holiday special of Andrew and Andrew on Texas Criminal Defense. My name is Andrew Harris, and and my name's Andrew Decker. The golden pipes you hear. Uh, it's not that golden. Lulling lo- l- us to uh, to sleep. No, that's not right. No, uh, well, serenading us. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be bad if thirty-seven seconds into the into the podcast, they're asleep. Our entire audience is gone. Well, it, that's par for the course. Well, it might be. It might be that that's why our audience has gone up. They're using it as oh, a sleep, sleep aid. aid? Ooh, yeah. Now brought to you in part by Calm. Xanax. Yeah, something Xanax. <laughs> nice. THC, your local THC distributor. Um, happy holidays, everybody. Happy, it is this happy is holidays. This is dropping on December the 15th. So if you haven't started buying gifts yet, you're exactly like myself. <laughs> I have one gift. One gift is purchased. Uh, Congratulations. For, for my older son and his boyfriend. Welcome. Yeah, I mean, well, that's uh, welcome. That wonderful. That's yeah. great. <laughs> welcome is so that's weird. Um so, anyways, we But this is our this is our annual holiday special. Welcome. Yes. And last year was a bit heavy. Would you agree? It was, but we, we, it was a heavy year. Um I mean, it was meaningful. We've gotten a lot of compliments on it and you know, it right. kind of seemed like it was needed. Associations actually passed it around because uh it was timely. Last year was a tough year. This year was also has been a tough year, uh, certainly. Right? Sure, um, sure. I don't think so. One of my one of my friends, Mike. My, uh, we've talked about him a few times on the show. My running friend. He and I have looked at each other and said, uh, "Life is hard." Certainly. Right. Yeah. It um, is. It is a struggle. That's that's the truth. He he is part of a uh, group in Fort Worth um, called the Warm Place, and he's one of the uh, volunteer facilitators in the warm places for uh, young people who have lost a family member to death. Um, and, you know, we've talked about that grief is hard, divorce is hard, and we basically said, and all those are part of life, and life is hard. The amazing thing yeah. is, Mike is the kind of guy that always has a smile on his face. He and I see each other and go, it's a great day to see Michael Williams, or he'll go, it's a great day to see Andrew Decker. Mm-hmm. Um uh, he is not falsely optimistic, but perpetually optimistic. Um, so, know. so just kind of, um, you know, do you think that that's just his nature or do you think he's worked on that? Cause I mean, we both know people who are just, you know, always just kind of cheery and peppy and there's people, you know, that, that aren't, I don't know if he was always that way, but he's always been that way as long as I've known him. I try. That's something I try to practice. I don't feel like I'm. Do you? Ne- What's that supposed to mean? I'm saying that. Well, as we said before we started recording, we, you know, guys, uh, Andrew and I are friends. We talk about stuff before we start. We were friends. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Harris was talking about sending out his his holiday greeting cards. That's right. And and he asked me if I did. I you know like as an office, and I said no, and was about that short about it. And he goes. Well, I do, and how did what, I'm the you? biggest Grinch you know. And I said that's why you need to send them out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm it, it's we're we're well before the fifteenth, and I have my deconstructed Christmas tree tie. Yeah, and socks. Bam. Yeah, man. No, I right. I'm already and, in the spirit, and I'm I'm wearing all black with some like skulls. And no, I'm just kidding. It's I I'm I I have not. I you know I don't do a lot of. 
I guess the traditional like celebrating of the holidays. I don't put up lights or a tree or anything like that, but I like my time with my family and um, I love receiving gifts. No, I love giving gifts and making people happy during the during the holiday season. But it is a tough time. It is. It hard. is a tough time. It is hard. Um, and I, you know, it's important for us, especially as attorneys. I mean, we have a tough job as defenders. Sure. Uh, oftentimes, we are nobody's friend. Uh, our clients, uh, maybe even our staffs. <laughs> you know, uh, I know that prosecutors I know, don't like us. I know a couple of times, Shanae got a lover. She keeps me, uh, you know, on the straight and narrow with my business. But there's oftentimes where she's like, "What? Why? Why are we doing this?" <laughs> like, I don't know. I, yeah. It just is. Yeah. So. We do have a tough job, and we wanted this holiday uh, special episode to take a take a step back and really reflect on those things that we are grateful for. Right, and, and again, last year we we talked about very timely suicide prevention, depression, etc. We're going to build on that in this holiday special and say, well, what are some preventative measures? And yeah. one of those, one of the big ones, is gratitude and that spurred this this episode actually uh was born out of a few attaboys i got yeah right yeah so tell us about those because that that is that that it can be particularly meaningful in such a what can be a tough line of work right we all know we we all get enough uh you didn't do your job yeah hate mail that when you get one um and and i'm just going to read it i'm going to leave the name out I, i got this uh, the week of Thanksgiving. Mr. Decker, I'm not sure sure if you remember me, but you were my court-appointed attorney a few years ago, DWI second offense, and you encouraged me to enter a veterans treatment court program. From the bottom of my heart, I want to sincerely thank you for relentlessly encouraging me to enter the program. I had many second thoughts, but you patiently talked me through my many doubts many times, which ultimately led me in getting into the program, which saved my life. It was the last thing I wanted, but the best thing I needed, and I wouldn't have done it if I, if I didn't have your kind-hearted help. Thank you so much. Sincerely. And I emailed her back saying, oh, that's great. Are you still doing this? And she says, she's gotten a different job. <laughs> she's managing coworkers' portfolios in the U.S., Canada, and the rest of the Americas. Uh, she's um, just... Doing all these great things and said, you know, I realized um, later on says, and I realized thinking of everything I'm grateful for, I thought of you and the veteran treatment court and realized I had not yet properly thanked you. Great. Wonderful. And thankfully. Wow. Goosebumps, man. Yeah, Truly. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm a little, you know. Yeah. Emotional. Not not verklempt, but it's someone has just said that I saved your life. Right. And I don't know if that's true or not 100%. But I obviously changed the trajectory because I didn't yeah. let her just give up. This summer, I was in a courtroom with a guy that's bigger than you or I, um, who was accused of assaulting his uh, fiance, soon to be wife. Um, and as he was entering into the same veterans treatment court, he looked at the judge, who I know. And he said, Mr. Decker basically sat me down and for an hour and a half broke me down until I finally said, yeah, this is what I got to do. And the judge said, knowing Mr. Decker, I totally believe that. And then he said, he looked me in the eye and said, if you don't get better, this isn't going to be the end. 
Yeah. But you're going to be a dead man in 10 years. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a really important conversation to have. I, I have, um, I, you know, I too, I haven't had a, an email that touching. I, I've got a, a good friend that I still work with who, who has been a past client and, um, and kind of the same thing. I was like, Hey man, there's a, there's a common denominator with any issue you've ever had. And that is alcohol. And if you continue to use it in this way or use it at all, you know, you're just going to keep seeing these issues. Um, and got sober because of that. It's told me he got sober because of that and is now just, uh, soaring sky high professionally, uh, because of his sobriety. So right. it, it is, it is really touching to see our efforts, like bear some fruit, change people's lives. But you know what? We do that every single day, whether we hear that feedback or not, we are directly affecting somebody's life. And usually in a good way, right? Usually I mean, in a good way, correct. Now, they might say, uh, hey, sending me to the pen wasn't necessarily a great thing. <laughs> right. Um, but we can't fix all the dumb people have done. I yep. can't fix all the dumb I've done in life. So true. Yeah, I can't fix your right? dumb stuff either. Oh, Lord knows you can't, and I wouldn't <laughs> want you to. Um, but... There are many people who we help and help in great ways. And occasionally we get a little gratitude thrown in our direction. The same day, a couple of days after I got that, I got a card just signed your friend and it was signed by a client and his wife, right? Just a Christmas card. Little things, little things make a huge difference. And it's important, I think, to to, to like kind of contemplate those little things almost maybe on a daily basis, but certainly when you're really feeling down because it, it's not always like the big grand gestures. I mean, those are certainly nice, but they're they're fewer and far between, right? I mean, you you may get somebody who kind of shakes your hand after a plea and says thank you, and that may be all that you get. Uh, yeah, and maybe the last time you ever see that person, right? But it's still something important, right? Because I mean, they didn't have to thank you for your job or or shake your hand or whatever, but that little bit, uh is enough to be grateful for. And it's enough really to kind of change your perspective of the day. Definitely. Right. And that's kind of where we, where when, when you and I were talking about this and what we wanted to do, we said, let's talk about a little bit of gratitude, right? Yeah. First of all, it feels good when someone says, you did a good job. You helped me out. Um, yesterday I had someone after, while watching docket, my client lean over and go, thank you for being a good attorney. Yeah, because <laughs> yep. she could see some not great attorneys doing their business, right? Like the bathroom business. What are you talking about? No, like doing court business, handling their. Okay, Jeez. I'm just saying, doing their business is a phrase that you often, you know, use when like a dog is going to the bathroom or something. Again, I apologize for the opinions. People of People are going to be Harry. grateful for my anecdotes. <laughs> you know it. I'm grateful for your anecdotes. Um, <laughs> But, but it spurred on the gratitude is a huge piece in um, not getting caught in depression and then falling into deeper holes. Well, yeah, I mean, because, you know, if I am ungrateful uh, for this lifestyle that we lead as defenders, right, we, we are, a lot of us are our own boss, we make a, we have really good hours, we get paid fairly well. Um, if I'm ungrateful for all those, then I'm not motivated to handle my client's business. That means less people are calling me for business. 
it's harder to make money and, you know, maintain the lifestyle, et cetera. I mean, it, it really, you're right. I mean, it, it gets you into a depression, but not just emotionally. I mean, like your entire uh, standard of living uh, goes down if if you are just ungrateful about your job, right? Right. If you, Yeah. If you're just kind of half doing your job, people are going to know that and going to go hire somebody else. Right. And, and to be clear, I mean, I complain about our work pretty often. Um, and it's something that even that, that I struggle with, you know, I may sound like this chipper, happy, always energetic guy on the podcast. Why are you shaking your, that's, I'm not, that's rude, man. I'm I'm actually Uh, smiling. So, but I do, I mean, I, I, I find myself complaining about any number of things in our business and it, all that does is make me feel worse. Right. And so Many things that I've read and seen and heard. I love listening to podcasts like Hidden Brain, um, and I love reading and uh, especially things for our work or for history or theology or self help. Right, those are things I read. In all of those areas, they say things like being grateful, or listing off items you're grateful for, or the highlight of your day each evening before you go to bed. Increases your serotonin level, releases endorphins, and makes you feel better. So, how then? I mean, you've you've done all this reading stuff. What what does your like gratitude practice look like? Oh, it sucks. It's terrible. That's why, <laughs> that's why we have to have a podcast. <laughs> that, that's on why it. we have to have a podcast on it. When we do this for us, people, we we we're not in this for for our listeners. Really, yeah. it's cheaper than therapy. That's why I run as well. But have you ever? Um, have you ever had a gratitude practice sure. or something that you think helps you personally be more grateful? Yes. And there, there are some things I do. Um, when I find myself kind of being a little overwhelmed, focus, uh, you know, because we get overwhelmed when we start thinking about all the things we have to do. Yes. Well, one of the things to do is to slow down and think about how do I feel right now? Right. What okay. do I feel right now? So, so stay like, grounded. Yeah. Right. So in this very moment, as I started thinking about how do I feel, I can feel a little pressure on the arch of my right foot. So physically, you're talking about I, physically right, I, how yeah, you just feel. Start with, okay. Just start with the physical. Right. I can mm. feel uh, the weight of my Aggie ring on my right hand. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I can feel the, the mic pressing into, into my gut can you feel me judging you see now that now we're going now we're going beyond <laughs> just physical right but but it helps you kind of then go well what what where do i feel how do i yeah, feel yeah right and then ask yourself how do i feel emotionally well i feel okay i feel pretty uh, it's not so bad yeah now what is the next thing i need to do and that that is a great practice in staying present in the moment. I, when, right. when I get overwhelmed, I'm with you, man. I'm thinking in the future or I'm fretting over the past. And it's n- none of that, neither of those things, help me be productive in solving whatever issues overwhelming me. Right? right? It kind of paralyzes me. And I think that's a great reminder to kind of stay where my feet are at and think about, you know, it, it helps clear my mind and, and think about, what what is the next right step? What is the next thing I can do to uh, 
you know, to ultimately help my clients or resolve or, a case or clean the house or whatever. Right, whatever it is. Yeah. So then, then the next step, and, and I, I do that, and then I also do this, especially when I'm running. And you and I have talked about my running in the past. I run a lot. No one looks at me and thinks Andrew's a runner. I'm overweight. I'm thick. I'm, I have short legs, but I run, and I'm slow, and it sucks. I hate running. But then I run, and I never get back from a run and go, I wish I hadn't done that. Right. But yeah. On yeah, yeah. the run, I do some mantras, right? So, and, and they go with my steps, and I run a three two, right? So, three beats I'm breathing in, two beats I'm breathing out. There's lots of reasons for that. We can talk about it another time. But then I'll come up with five beat mantras, which are hard because most of us do four and six. I don't, what do you mean? So, so like, yeah, an example. Um, you are enough is a four beat. Okay. Right. Makes sense. So I have so to, yeah, come to up get with an a, odd. I have to get an odd one and one that really I can do three and then two and three and then two. And so that correlate with your footsteps. Right. Gotcha. Exactly. Right. Um, so many of you know that I'm, I'm a former pastor. So one of them I do often is come Holy Spirit. So come Holy is in spirit is out. Okay. Right. That's five. Yeah. So that works. you do that for a while and then your mind will, you know, you kind of, you're, you're running and you're pacing, you're breathing all change. And then your mind drifts off into something else again. And I'll be like, okay, I'm glad I'm here on the run. Mantra. I'm glad that it's 42 degrees. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Right. Come Holy Spirit. And then my mind will run away again. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm here on a run. I'm glad <laughs> it's 42 degrees. So it's, yeah. So it's kind of like your meditation. It, 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 it helps clear your mind a little bit. It is incredibly meditative. And I'll do things like, you are enough. Uh, that's, that's four. But sometimes I don't go with a five, yeah, right? But right. I try to do five because it's harder. Right? I have to yeah, think yeah. about it. Sure. Um, but to but on that run to watch the sun come up, uh, to be on a trail and see, even in city of Fort Worth, wild turkey, right? To see rabbits and foxes and armadillos and, you know, grateful that that guy driving down the street didn't actually run the stop sign and run me over. Yeah, that that I'd, I'd be grateful for that. Yeah, um, those are all things that help me get in a better attitude. And, and I, you know, I'm kind of with you. My gratitude practice is definitely not, uh, not existent at this moment, but I have done some things in the past and it helped and I just kind of fall out of practice. And, uh, this is a good reminder that I need to, to, to really make that a priority going into the new year. Um, but you know, some things I've done kind of like you just mentioned is meditate really helps to kind of separate yourself from whatever anxiety. And I do that first thing in the morning just to help my mind like prepare for the day. Um, or I did that in the morning also, you know, a journal and it doesn't have to be, you know, something long and drawn out and journals for me, man, they're, they're tough to keep up with. I, um, I, I can do it in short, short spurts. I'll do it for two or three weeks, almost every day. And right. then I'll leave it alone for six months. Then yep. I'll do several. I'll do it. I'm the I've, same. I think I've done as long as like four months. I'm the same, man. I, I even like go as far as like, I'll you know, if I'm in Target or a store, I'll see these like nice notebooks. I'm like, oh, this is going to help me journal more. I mean, I've got probably 50 nice notebooks that are completely empty. 
in my house. <laughs> um, but journaling, you know, it when I have done it, it can um, it, it can kind of help you. I don't know. Just just remember, keep those things top of mind. And just writing out like what you're grateful for is fine. And sometimes all I'm really grateful for is that Winston didn't go to the bathroom in the house, and he and he's never done that. But, um, but you know that that's really it. And if that's all there is for the day, that's okay, right? You know. Um, but the but this is one of those things like you actually you have to be active in working for it, and and not because if you don't you know, you slip off into depression or whatever. And and we're not, by no means are we saying that if you do this, you'll never be depressed or that there will be no problems in your life. We are saying it is a preventative measure. It is something that helps us stay on the healthy side of our mental wellness. And I think every all of our listeners know that we are by no means a substitution for qualified therapy. Um, we have no... And you and I have both been to therapists, both go to counselors. Yes. Right? We're not... Please. I know I, I I know a lot of therapy speak, but I but no, I am not. Don't don't do that to me. I'm not your therapist. Uh, so please please find qualified help, and they will tell you the same darn thing. Andrew and Andrew are always right, but we're not therapists. <laughs> oh, we are not always right. <laughs> Harith is always right. You're right. I should say that. Um, but being grateful really changes your perspective. It, it causes you, it causes me to, uh, to not focus on what's going wrong and be happy about what's going right. I, have this, I have also have this issue with like being content. I'm always like kind of searching for like the next best thing. And, you know, I, I spend money trying to get the next best gadget or, or whatever. Um, but I have found that none of that stuff chasing after like the next best thing none of that makes me happy what makes me happy are the things that don't change right like my relationship with my family stuff that is more permanent than just what i can buy um and that if i can focus on that you know like i try to i communicate with my siblings often um and if i can focus on you know hey you know that that conversation was really nice or um, you know, talking with my cousins over Thanksgiving was just really fulfilling for me. Uh, and that just makes me feel, I said fulfilling. It makes, it just makes me feel complete, I guess, in a way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, Whereas like chasing, like, you know, just having the Amazon delivery man come to my house every single day only stresses me out because I see how much money I'm spending, (laughs) you know? No, that's exactly true. And, and the studies show that um, even if you get the thing you always wanted, Christmas is coming, you know, we've all had that Christmas. For me, it was probably getting the Atari 2600. I am that old that that was a big, big deal that in my world. Um, and I, I played the living tar out of that thing, right? I played it a lot. But when I think about having fun playing the Atari, it's because I'm sitting next to Joby Allen, who was my best friend at that point. Um, and then, but I, when I think about hanging out with Joby Allen, I don't think about playing Atari. I think about going outside, building forts, riding right. bicycles, um, playing Dungeons and Dragons, um, doing all this other stuff. We played Atari. We played it a lot. But it's not right. what I think about when I think about what did I do with Joby Allen? 
Yeah, I think that's funny because it's kind of like, you know, you think of Atari, you think of your friend, but when you think of your friend, you don't think Atari, you think all this other stuff right. that you did. That's uh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, and I'm thankful for Joby. It's been, you know, 40 years since I've seen him, but man, he was, he was, he was a good friend for three or four years. Yeah, we need to, we need to reach out to him and see what he thinks of you. <laughs> see, see if he, see if he thinks as highly of you as you of him. Uh, no one ever thinks as highly as me. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true, man. That's not true. You know, so, and, and also, also when Andrew and I decided to, to start this podcast, it was just an idea that we kicked around for a couple weeks. And then one day we're like, you know what? Let's just record this stupid conversation that we're having and, uh, and see what happens. That was an exercise in trying for, in, for me and trying to find something to be grateful for with my work. I was extremely burnt out. I was, you know, not happy. It was business Why was a challenge. Why didn't you tell me all that before we started right. this mess? Well, I th- I've, wait. I've been doing this. I've for told you since that. Yeah. Oh, that the only reason is it's just selfish for me to get out of a funk. Yeah, you're right. That's I yeah, I've, done, I've I done a lot of work to get you out of a funk. That's right. You have, <laughs> and you continue to do that, my friend. Hey, but um, there, there there have been there have been weeks where um, coming in, sitting down into the podcast, truly made me feel better. Right. Yeah. Um, so sorry. Well, I, you know what, what? What do we do in those podcasts? I mean, we we talk about we talk with smart people often. Yeah, smarter yeah, than well, us. We certainly. have guests. We yes. have guests. We interview them, and it's fun. You know, we can relate to them. It, that feels great, or we learn something new, and that feels great. I mean, like this. This is an exercise for us in in just becoming more grateful people. Yeah, and, and on lawyers. the day that this actually drops, I'll be leading a CLE with several of our former guests. Jessica Cantor, Portia Brown will both be on the show, will, who've both yeah. been on the show. And I have become friends in part because of all this. But we're gonna all going to be teaching a CLE in Denton. The, when you're hearing this, I'm probably teaching a CLE. Yeah, so come out and join us. TC, it's a TCDLA event. Look it up. Come, come on out there and, and listen yeah, to Mr. Decker. Yeah, too late because I will already be there. Oh, right, because they're – I get it. Right. We're recording this a couple weeks ahead yeah. in advance. Whatever. Um. Man, that derailed but it. But but it is, right? I mean, not only that, but we also talk about some of our wins, some of our losses. Even we can find something in our losses to be grateful for. Sure. Even just the act of making the state work for whatever, you know, whatever their their offer is or whatever the resolution is, that is something to be grateful for. You stood up and you fought for what you thought was right. Well, and sometimes our clients, even the ones that truly get kicked hard, will look at you at the end of a of a of a trial and go, "Thank you for fighting for me." No one's ever done that. This morning I was on the phone with a brand new appointed client and he goes, "I've never a- I don't ever ask people for help so that just having to trust you that you're going to help me is hard." Right? Yeah. Well, that's it's not really saying thank you, but it's him saying thank you for doing something I can't do and and Making me do something I never would do in no sense. Yeah, some of the, sometimes the, so the thank yous are disguised. Is, a proof that Alexa is listening. Shopping inspiration for running show running ideas is currently showing on my Alexa. <laughs> Golly, <laughs> yeah, it's always listening. It is. It's always there. So, um, so, so, yeah. So, I think gratitude. This is definitely, obviously, not a really law substantive 
podcast episode that we're doing today. We do enough of those throughout the year. This, right. you know, we I think we're going to start incorporating a lot more like mental health stuff into our podcast. It's so important. We've had a really tough year in the legal community, um, and none of that's going to change. You know, if if anything, our jobs are going to get more difficult. It's really important for us to take care of ourselves so that we can continue to take care of our clients. Well, mostly that we take care of ourselves. It, to, yes, to, number to one. To some level, um, and, and to go dark for just a minute, please call TLAP. Please call the suicide hotline. Please reach out to us, right? Yeah, we're, we're, again, not we're not therapists. therapists but we'll, you know, if, if you reach out to me and say, hey, you've got a problem, I'm going to call you back. I'm going Absolutely. to email you back. I'm going to say, hey, how can we get you some help? Um, because, well, as I've told, said on this podcast several times before, I've taken people to the hospital. I've taken friends. I've taken family members. You've met several of the people I've taken. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and it, because and it is important. that suicide hotline nationwide is 988. Dial 988 to get to that suicide prevention hotline. Um, that, that is so true. Just the act of like reaching out, uh, is, can be very difficult. Um, but it's very important, right? Um, we should not have to suffer alone. Right. Um, and, and just know that we are a community. Um, and one thing we have learned through all of the tragedies this year is that defense attorneys band together, uh, when things get tough. So if you but, need help with a trial practitioners, right. we often feel like we have to we're alone. it alone. Yeah. And we're not. It's why I, well, I'm grateful that here in Parker County, there are uh, a total of four attorneys that use this building. Right. Right. Yeah, the, Usually two or three of us are in the building if we're here. Right. But there's somebody. And sometimes it's just, hey, you doing all right today? Yes. I'm incredibly grateful for the five other attorneys I work with in Tarrant County, right? When I find myself in those little kind of dark spaces, often I text a few people that I'm grateful for and just go, how are you doing? Hope you're having a great day, right? It's not huge. But then two or three of, you know, if I, if I send out four texts, three people within 10 minutes are texting me back. Yeah, and it's a you know, for trials, we often will have a second chair. Um, maybe not for like your class B misdemeanors, but oftentimes you do. Um, and certainly for the big trials, you will have a second chair attorney, uh, either given to you by the court or, um, or, or just volunteering their time. Your, your life, your livelihood, your mental health, it should be like the most important trial. You should treat it like the most important trial. You should be getting an expert. You should have a second chair. You should have somebody who helps. You should, um, you know, you should be trusting a therapist or counselor or doctor, psychiatrist, somebody with, uh, with helping you solve whatever issues, um, you know, you may be experiencing. And definitely, and and that and there is no weakness in that. There there is only strength in asking for help. Um, that is there is no glory in doing it yourself and trying to handle everything that life throws at you on your own. So I will. Uh, I have found it difficult in the past to ask for help, and now you know I because of practice, I routinely ask people for help. I've I've called Andrew when I'm having a tough day. 
Um, Same. you know, and, and, uh, I've, I've talked with courts, you know, going, I've, I'm divorced. So going through a divorce, I had a trial coming up and I went in and talked with a judge and he sat with me. He still forced me to trial. <laughs> Say, it didn't make much difference. It didn't. He sat with me for an hour to talk with me just about life. And it got my mind out of this panic mode of trying to defend my client while going through this like heavy emotional burden. And I got a not guilty. And that really meant a lot to me. And I, I think another thing that I try to do that really makes me grateful is expressing to others when I'm grateful for them. We have a bailiff in one of our courts that will check in, you know, as bailiff often, often do, they will check in people. Um, and she always comes up to me and points out my clients, points out their family, tells me if they're here or they're not here. And I told her the other day, I am really grateful for that because one, we may not always know who our clients are, what they look like, or if their family's there. Right. I definitely don't often know their family, but how many times is it an appointed client or a retained client even that we've talked to them on the phone, maybe right. for an hour, hour and a half. And you've never seen them. But we've never seen them except for maybe in a video. Right. And it was not a great, we really grainy pick, or something. Right. Yeah. Well, and they've gotten haircuts since then. Yeah. And so I, I just told her I'm really great. That simple act, like put a smile on her face, put, you know, made my steps a little lighter that day and it really helps. So um, maybe, maybe that could be your only gratitude practice is just expressing gratitude to others. Um, and, and you'll, you'll see that come back around to yourself. Yeah. Well, it, it is. I know thinking about all this today, being grateful and, and thinking about things that I'm grateful for and saying a few things I've been grateful for while we've been podcasting, I feel better, right? Yeah. Is it tonight? I'm gonna, tonight I'm going to take out two law students who I helped uh, for about an hour and a half as they to prep. To dinner? Or are you just going to knock them out or something? No, I'm going to take, take them out Take them out like pew, pew. Right? Because what we have a rule. If you win, you get a steak, right? That's right. So I helped them uh, prep for a mediation competition. They won. They're going to nationals. And I said, oh, that's a big deal. That that, that deserves a steak. So I'm taking them out for a steak dinner. And uh, they're both like, you you know, Mr. Edgar, that was so kind of you. You didn't have to do this. Well, why? It's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it is. Right. And at the end of the day, I'm going to meet two new people. Going to feel good. They're going to feel good. So so tell me something today that you're grateful for, man. Uh, Well, I'm thankful for the podcast. I'm yeah. thankful for that I slept in. I didn't run this morning. I needed to sleep. Um, Sleep's I'm thankful nice. I had lunch with a with another friend uh, before coming here. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are three or four things that I'm thankful for today. Yeah. I'm wearing a tie that reminds me of my son because he gave it to me for Christmas several years ago. And I texted him and I said, hey, I'm wearing your tie today. Um, and he goes, it's a great tie. It yeah. is a great tie. It looks nice. It's stylish. So. The, yeah. There you go. There's a handful. And you, what are some things you're thankful for? Absolutely not. No, um, I am grateful for, uh, you know, I got a really great result on a case that I thought was going to be really challenging today. Um, I think my client was was happy with the resolution. Um, so we got a felony knocked down to a misdemeanor. He was on uh, probation at the time with an MTR pending. We got that resolved with no convictions, basically. I mean, it was a great result. Um, and I'm, and I'm really, I'm really thankful for that. I'm really thankful for that. I'm thankful that, you know, uh, for better or for worse and, and the court that I was in, the prosecutors there real, you can see them really try to do the right thing. Um, and I think we could have gotten, maybe we could have gotten a better result if we would have gone to trial, but ultimately my client was, 
was just happy to be done with it with no felony. Um, I, I went to the jail right after that. And uh, let me tell you, there's a lot to be grateful for as you're walking out those doors. Amen, brother. I, I have actually texted people from the jail. I might not be having a great day, but at least I'm not sitting in a jumpsuit, mm-hmm. not knowing when I'm going to get out facing 25 to 99 or life. Correct. Yes. I'm, I am grateful for so many things just from that one experience. I'm grateful that, um, you know, I don't have any serious mental illness. I'm, I'm grateful that I don't have any addiction problems um, that, you know, have derailed my life. I'm grateful that I can otherwise keep my anger in check, etc. cetera. Um, and, and I'm grateful, like you said, I don't have to live there. Uh, I, I get to visit and try to help those people out as much as possible. One more thing I'm grateful for, Winston's sitting on my lap. He's always just kind of my ever-present companion. Such a good man. Such a good man. Such a good dog to have around. Well, let's be honest. Our dogs are our friends. Yeah. Herman is a human to me, even though he's a dog. Yeah. He is. uh, He's my little comfort blanket for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So... I don't have a book, but I have a TV show. It's on Apple. I just it, it's a mini series, Lessons in Chemistry. Huh? Incredible, incredible show. Um, uh, it's based on a book. It is really good. I I've, I think that's a uh, Brie Larson, right? That's it is uh, Brie Larson. Yeah, yeah, she's really great. And well, it, it's it, it's an incredible show. I'm not going to spoil it. It's going to be my recommendation. I told you last time I was going to be reading uh, Christmas Carol again, um, and I've started reading it aloud uh, to to, uh, my fiance. Oh, man. Okay. Joe, sorry about that. Um, I hope you're enjoying it. Awkward. So, uh, I mean, did she... She acted like she liked it Do you just annoy the crap out of her, or was this like, hey, did you warn her ahead of time, or you just start reading it aloud, and she's like... Come on, man. I'm trying to watch Desperate Housewives or something. I, I told her, I told her, and I said, is it okay? Because she goes, I've seen the movie. I've never read the book. And I said, well, what if I read it aloud, you know, like 15 minutes in the evening? She goes, that'd be awesome. Okay. So I... <laughs> <laughs> I yourself, uh, don't read Christmas Carol aloud. I, I will give a book head. recommendation. Um one that really kind of got me out of like a morning funk where I was just like basically waking up and just enough time to get dressed and drive to wherever I had to go. It's called the miracle morning. It, it, it really breaks down like having a morning routine, taking time to yourself before you run into the rat race, uh, can, can really help your mental health. And it did for me certainly. And I don't do all the things that he recommends, but I've stuck with some of the things. And Namely, I've heard you talk about the miracle morning yeah, multiple times. Yeah, it, it is. Um, it, I, I think it was really motivating for me. So, um, so I, I'll just, I'll just leave my recommendation with that. And, uh, and I think that's, I think that's it. You got anything else? I got nothing else. You want me to finish this out? Are you going to sing us sing us out here? So uh, while he's doing that, I just want to... There we go. I mean, his voice is now warmed up. Can you guys tell a difference? You know, he's a prof- professionally trained opera singer. And his cheeks are just like twinkling right now. It's amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to... A holiday special from Andrew and Andrew on Texas criminal defense for Andrew Decker. My name is Andrew Harris. He is currently singing. Please 
please take care of yourself this holiday season and we will see you in 2024.